Welcome back to Caffeine Confessionals. We are here to break down the Challenge All-Star Season 3 male cast. If you watched Part 1, we broke down the female cast. Once again, my name is Alan Aguirre. We're joined by Miss Nikki Sin. Hello. The Southern Luke Muncy. Hey. <laughs> we didn't know if this would be a one-part or two-part podcast, so we're kind of figuring it out on the fly. Uh, in Part 1, we broke down the female cast, and now we're going through the males. Uh, Nikki, Luke, and I all... Rank them all on based on who we're most excited to see this season, not who's the best, not who's the worst, just who we're excited to see. And, you know, we can have people we really like a lot ranked really low, and we have people we maybe don't like as much ranked really high. It's just who we're most excited to see. That's what it comes down to, and we're going to break down this cast for you. Before we do, let's just run through the names of the cast list if you're completely unaware of what Challenge All-Stars is. Season 3 is happening. It's debuting May 11th, and the cast list is... Darrell Taylor, Yes Duffy, Wes Bergman, Brad Fiorenza, Nehemiah Clark, Mark Long, Jordan Wisely, Tyler Duckworth, Cyrus Sherbrooke, MJ Garrett, Derek Kozinski, Latarian Wallace, Naya Moore, John A. Mannion, Jemmy Carroll, Veronica Portillo, Sylvia Elsrode, Tina Barta, Kayla Casillas, Kellyanne Judd, Kendall Shepard, Cynthia Roberts, Roni Martin, and Melinda Stolp. Take a breather. Yeah. Now let's get into this male cast. I think this is maybe the strongest male cast in challenge history, like physically and performance-wise. Like, it's stacked top to bottom. We have, I think, 11 of the 12 men are challenge champions. I think 8 of the 12 have won two or more, and I think about three or four have won three or more. Uh, the first person we have is a two-time champion, winner of Challenge All-Star Season 1. It is Yes Duffy. Uh, Nikki ranked her as the person she's most excited to see. Luke had her, had him second. Sorry, we just did the whole male-female cast. Sorry, calling you her, yes. Uh, and I had him third. We're all very excited to see yes. I mean, he was the person I think that like people were kind of least excited to see on All Stars One because they didn't really know much about him. He had the biggest name, he had the least amount of name recognition, and then he comes out of nowhere, kills the first challenge, kills all the daily challenges. And then beats Darrell Taylor in a final. Like, he did the unthinkable. And he's just an all-around good guy. Yeah, I ranked him so high just because his his performance on season one was impeccable. And I think this season will be even more interesting to see because people know that. So will he coast because they're scared or they want to take him out early? I mean, Alan mentioned on the female side, and we discussed that. Like, he's got some connections with the men and women. Like, he's not just going in alone. I'm excited to see if he can do it again. And I think he can. This is, I feel the exact same way. I was excited to see whether or not people would view him as a threat or I don't know, maybe some of the people that are on the cast this season just didn't even watch the first one. As a whole, I think we're just really excited to see like what Wes, what yes can do in this scenario where he has a target on him because like last season he was the guy that just could, I mean, people just liked him. He was respectable. And he's just a standout competitor. But on this cast, everyone is a standout competitor. And he's maybe the biggest standout because he's beat Darrell, who's the final god in a final. So, like, are people going to see him as the biggest threat in the game? He might be. I mean, the guy is a, like, a mathematician who's, like, a marathon runner. Uh, he's not small, but he is maybe beatable in a more headbanger type elimination, something we've never seen him do. Yes, he's never been in an elimination in his life even. Impressive. I'm impressed. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm excited. I vote yes for yes. 
I'm usually like not a sucker for like the people who are good humans on the challenge. Like I'm just like I'm cynical. Yes, I'm like he's just a good guy. It's just there's no other way to see it. Uh, <laughs> it's hard not to root for him. Yeah, exactly. Someone who like some people might say is hard to root for and is ranked second on our list. Nikki had this person eighth. Luke had him first, and I had him second. It is Mr. Wes Bergman. Two-time challenge champion, uh, five-time finalist, owner of a monster truck, owner of many companies, uh, <laughs> making his first return to the challenge since Double Agents, which wasn't that long ago, but it's his first time on an all-star season, and it's going to be interesting to see how Wes, who is one of the biggest characters, maybe the biggest character the show's ever seen, really go into this game. I actually thought about the male cast in depth like who i ranked i did not want to put west first because i'm not like the biggest west fan however like in terms of excitement he brings a whole different level of gameplay and his connections that he has and just like almost his inflated ego that he carries with him that like i'm smart i can do this i'm going to control this game is interesting to watch i'm thankful we don't have like the Johnny Bananas like trope with him this season. And also like, these are a lot of people we've not seen him play with in this kind of like arena. Usually we see him with rookies and with new big brother people or whatever, like masterminding them. These are all people who played the game. Nobody's really a rookie here. In fact, Wes is actually kind of the rookie to all-stars three. So I'm so excited to see how it all pans out for him. I, I'm not the biggest Wes <laughs> fan. Um, but again, as Alan mentioned at the beginning of this, this is not based on whether or not we think they're like a really good competitor or like the worst competitor or, or anything like that. It's just people we are excited to see. And I feel still oversaturated with West content. I think that's fair. He did four seasons in a row from 33 to 37. Every time West makes a return, though, every single time he's ever made a return to the show after taking like a one season break. It's one of the bigger splashes ever. You think about him coming back on the ruins, fighting everyone. You think about him coming back on uh, X's 2, having his best season ever. He came back on War of the Worlds 1, had one of his best seasons ever. Really took out a lot of the veterans early on in the game. Uh, came back for like the Champ versus Pros, where he was a little out of shape. Won all those eliminations. Whenever West takes a break, he comes back with the splash. Like That's the big thing. And Luke mentioned like he has a lot of interesting relationships. Like Darrell... Him and Darrell have, like, long-time beef. They're always at each other's necks every season they do. Nehemiah, this is the first time he's done a season with his best friend since Rivals 1, which was 11 years ago? 12 years ago? Oh, I feel old. <laughs> I watched it in real time. He was, on, he was part of Brad and Tori's wedding. He was a groomsman at their wedding. I don't know how long ago it was. Very long time ago. Since, I mean, I mean, yeah. But, like, Brad and Wes have remained close for all that time. Like, Brad was at Wes's, um, Brad, uh, Wes's bachelor party for his wedding. Like, they've remained close. Like, and they haven't done a show together since The Ruins. I mean, and throw in Sylvia, who lives in KC, KCC. Yeah. Uh, uh or just, yeah, Melinda. Yeah. Like Melinda, who at his wedding, one of his longtime friends. Uh, we have Jordan, who him and him, like those two are always at odds. <laughs> Derek Kozinski, who, I mean, that's one of the longest running B 
beefs. I mean, like, Derek legitimately has, like, Derek, I mean, Wes has done the Challenge Mania stuff, I think, in large part for Scott, but, like, those two don't not mesh as a human, as humans at all. Uh, Wes, is, Wes has a history yeah. with John A. He has a history with Naya. Uh, Veronica didn't like him back in the day on the ruins. She, I mean, that's <laughs> Tina and Wes. I mean, Tina making fun of Wes on the on Fresh Meat One, throwing him to a bunch of eliminations. He's exes with Kellyanne. Uh, he has history with Kayla. There's no one on this show. I mean, he literally touches almost like half this cast, and it's like it's not a small relationship in any way. It's like they have a strong taste of Wes in their mouth. I didn't like that phrasing. Yeah, you're not supposed to like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to, I don't think I need any more strong taste of gingers in my mouth. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> Did you guys miss me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway. Anything else to say on Wes? Yes, Wes. No, not really. <laughs> I can't wait to hear the other people mixing up their names, though. Right. Like, if those two go head-to-head in an elimination, like, I would just be cheering, go, S. Go, S. No, you wouldn't. No, you'd be, you'd be yelling, go, yes. No, I'd be saying, go, S, because nah, if nah, Wes nah. were to win... You got, you, got, you, got, you got one of these guys ranked one first, and the guy ranked eighth. I, I know. You'll, you'll tell Wes you were saying, go, Wes, but you, you know you're saying, go, yes. Uh-huh, and? <laughs> I'm just excited because Wes makes a game more interesting whenever he's on. So he's going to make an impact. Uh, third, Nikki had this person ranked second, as they're most excited to see. Luke had them third. I had them seventh. And it is Mr. Darrell Taylor. Just another person who, like, is just lovable. I mean, the guy is a kick-ass competitor, four-time challenge champion, uh, second place of both All-Stars 1 and 2. What do you guys got to say? He's He is Darrell. Like, I feel like that's all I have to say. And, like, I feel like I want to see him win this iteration of the show just because he's won the main iteration. And that's about it. I like him as a person. I feel like he keeps a level head. Uh, I feel like he also provides fun commentary and just kind of like a monotone, funny kind of way. Like, it's not, it's not catty. It's not, like, overboard. But he'll, like, give a little snide remark and be like, yeah, I just said that. So both those factors go into my excitement. Yeah, what I like about him is that he's very, like, socially neutral. You know, like, obviously he had his beef with Wes, like, back in the day. But, you know, also I'm just trying to see him win because I feel like that year's supply of Burger King has probably run out by now. Oh, yeah, that's gone now. That's yeah. been a year. I had him seventh because, like, it's a guy where we've seen three times, but, like, I, I would like to see Darrell win. Uh, it's interesting. We have him. You have Jordan Wisely. You have Yes. And that's, like, three of the best final runners there's ever been in the show. Um, you know, in, in past seasons, you just go after one guy because they're, like, really good in finals. But, like, you have multiple people here who are legit champions, legit threats. Uh, <laughs> he's very close with Yes and... Last season, we saw him ride with MJ and Derek and Brad. Um, so I think he'll just stick to the people he's been close with forever. Yeah, that'll. I think that's the best strategy for him. I think that's the best strategy for this particular version of the challenge, like All-Stars. I think it's best to stick with your like real-life friends, whereas I think on the main show, I think it actually hinders your your performance to, like, 
totally like ride for your friends outside of the show. And I think the difference is that the people on All Stars understand that there's probably going to come a point where I'm going to have to go up against you. I'm not going to necessarily throw you in, but like the time is coming. I'm not going to protect you at all costs to my detriment. Um, but, you know, I'm not going to be the first one to throw your name out. Yeah. Yeah. So no the first, yeah, the person we're fourth most excited to see, Nikki had him at tenth. Luke had him at fourth, and I had him at first. It is Mr. Jordan Weisley. Uh, Weasley. 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 Uh, Wesley. Wesley. <laughs> Jordan. Jordan's a big character, man. Uh, a lot of people were mad to see Jordan on this cast list the same way they were with Kayla, though Jordan is a bit older. Uh, he is easily one of the best competitors the challenge has ever seen. I mean, he went, he repeated in the modern era, which is basically unheard of. He's a former collegiate athlete in many sports. He is one of the best final runners has ever been. And he is a bit of a dick. He's a dick. Uh, I'll say that straight up. I like Jordan. I, I do actually like Jordan, but like, he's, a, he's just straight up. He'll admit it. He's an asshole. Uh, <laughs> I don't like Jordan that much. Well, at all, but He's a great competitor. He's coming back for his first season after the split with Tori, which, you know, as much as we can detest her, like whatever, they're big names in this franchise. They are. I'm interested to see how he navigates that, you know, his relationship with Naya. Like we've seen their on-screen tiffs. We've also seen them like cut her up by the pool, like maybe sharing a kiss by the pool. Um, It's just, he's going to bring a show. It might not be the show I want to see, but it's going to be a show. I I put him far down on the list because, again, these are people – this is in terms of how excited we are to see them. Right. I don't want to see that, like, slave owner bowl cut again. I don't want to see it. Um, I think he came I, on the season with a mullet. Oh, even better. Um, He made me, like, almost just hate overalls <laughs> in general. Um, And I don't know. I like. I will say this. He is one of the top tier competitors in, in challenge history. I will say that. I will give him that. That doesn't mean I have to like him. And I just found him and Tori unbearable, especially together. I think it's messy as hell to be fighting with your ex publicly on Instagram. It's embarrassing. And yeah, that's that's my rationale there. <laughs> I hope he brings Tori's bowls and cups and stuff like that on the challenge house. So that way she can. Uh, (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) No, I would, I would, that would be, that would be kind of funny. Um, I think Jordan is really interesting on this cast because he's one of the best male competitors ever, but he's still in his physical prime. He's still very young. And like, that's something the other guys in this cast don't have. On the other hand, he's clearly the most fit player there. And I think all the other guys in the cast are going to see him and be like, we got to take him out because he's young, he's still spry, and he can he can beat us in a final. So I think Jordan's going to be public enemy number one for that reason. So I think he's the best player on this cast, but I think he has such a big target that he can't be the favorite to win. I'll agree there. Especially because, like, you look at this cast up and down, and, like, anyone can be anyone in elimination. That's what's crazy about this cast. Because, like, Wes has won so many eliminations. Jess is such a smart guy. Darrell's a beast. 
Uh, MJ's six foot two college athlete. Nehemiah's won a lot of eliminations. Latarian's king of the pole wrestle. Cyrus is a big dude. Mark Long is a beast. Brad is a beast. Tyler's a beast. Derek's like good at eliminations. I mean, everyone in this cast can beat everyone, and that's really special. I hope that this sort of casting continues in terms of the trajectory for this series, because I am worried it's going to start turning into, I don't know, not as good competitors. Yeah. Yeah. Like we just saw on uh, Double Agents. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't or need to spies, see, lies, like, allies. I mean, I don't need to see like Same Fessy show. on there. This is, and this is not me crapping on Fessy's abilities. I just wouldn't consider him an all-star. Ooh. All right. He'll have a lot to say about that in your DMs, Nikki. Come on. I mean, Melissa and Amanda, dude, dude's an all-star. Uh, <laughs> next up. Uh, let's, let's move forward. <laughs> uh, at fifth, we have, we have MJ. MJ Garrett. Uh, Nikki had him ranked fourth. Luke had him ranked eighth. And I had him ranked fifth. He was the winner of Challenge All-Star Season 2. He had a lot of energy. Very exciting, very uh, excitable guy. Uh, what do you guys What do you guys think? I I rate him pretty low to be honest, but I don't I do not dislike him. He's just a fun guy. I liked how he supported John A as a partner. That was like such an appeal last season that John A finally had a partner who was kind, was good, and listened. I feel like they got lucky in their final a little bit, but I also feel like they worked hard throughout the season and they kept good relationships. So I'm not going to try to take that away from them. I just am excited to see, honestly, him and John A both. Like, I feel like they'll work together for sure, but are people going to view them as a threat as the previous winners? I just find he's one of the competitors where his personality really shines through, like through the screen, which can be quite hard to do for a lot of people. You know, we had mentioned with some of the, the female cast members where they have great personalities, but it just doesn't shine through through the screen. Um, yeah, he's just super likable. And that's the type of person I get excited to, like, see on a show. I don't always want to see the villain. I do always want to see drama and pettiness. But <laughs> I I actually had him ranked really highly, like fifth, because f- for bad reasons. Like, I kind of think he was a bit of a fraud on All-Star too, like a fraud champion. Mm-hmm. Because he really, like, wasn't that impressive to me in, like, the daily challenges. Uh, he and John A actually did pull out that mini final win, which was pretty good. But their actual final performance was not great. It was, like, they, they got killed in part one, which was 95% of the final. Uh, they never saw an elimination because of, like, John A's social game, in my opinion. Um, he, he just coasted on by. I don't I, – I just wasn't – I wasn't amazed by his performance as a winner because, like, at least John A – had like the resume of her entire game where she was like a bigger threat. She like worked the game socially, mentally in every way. And she was the one who solved that final puzzle, the math puzzle at the end. So I, I, it's unfair that I'm giving her more of the credit, but I am giving her more of the credit. I just wasn't amazed by what MJ is doing. He's also a big guy and that doesn't really work well in a final. And you look at how strong this male cast is. And I just don't, I kind of want to see him prove he is a champion. That was like a TJ level speech. I like it. <laughs> Alan Lavin right over here. I just Alan, I, La- yeah, Alan Lavin. I, I, I pronounced your last that, name right. And it was just you know there's just, there's there are people oh, who I thought like just really deserved the win last season. I'd like and I I really wanted MJ to like 
put up this amazing performance. And I mean, because we all see the spoilers, like, you know, on the comments, like people knew MJ and Johnny were winning based on just like, if you just scroll social media and I kept waiting for that moment where he was awesome and it just, it never happened. And that's why like, it was under a little bit underwhelming and I, I hated it because I love John A so much and I was so ready to champion their win. And it just was like, man, I really want to see these other people win. Like based on the actual final I saw. I had me wanting Nehemiah and Melinda to win. What? Which our sixth person, it's Nehemiah, Nehemiah Clark. Nikki Johnny. had him fifth. Luke had him ninth and I had him fourth. And I got to say, man, like Nehemiah, like, people were, like, not very happy with him last season because he felt like he was trying to be, like, a bigger character. And, yeah, that's exactly what he was trying to do. Nehemiah, like, he ripped out the West playbook. He's like, I'm going to have an alliance. I'm going to be the leader of it. I'm going to go into elimination. I'm going to make big plays. I'm going to speak my voice. Because forever, Nehemiah had been an underrated player. He's like, well, I don't want to be underrated. I'd rather be overrated and be in your face as a star of the show. And I was just really impressed by how he performed these last two seasons as a whole. Yeah, I ranked him low because of the character thing, but you're right, and I maybe should reconsider. To a casual viewer, like, gave lots of storylines. Like, did really well in the final, and honestly, I only see Nehemiah's character only growing with Wes on here, because Wes is a character in and of himself, but Nehemiah is the established character on All Stars, so it'll almost be like, in this instance, Nehemiah is bringing in Wes as opposed to West Spring and Nehemiah. And I'm really pumped to see that. Yeah, that's going to be a really interesting duo to see. I know we had already talked about how a lot of this cast is friends outside of here. Like, it goes back to, like, they've been at each other's weddings and everything. So I, I think that's going to be cool to see those two working together. Because it's been a, been a hot minute. It, it's going to be super fascinating. Because, like, before, you know, Wes and Nehemiah were, like, Batman and Robin. They're not that, I mean, like, like I, I would be really disappointed if Nehemiah, Nehemiah was the Robin. He was, I mean, but, like, I'd be really disappointed if he comes back, if Wes comes back, and Nehemiah goes back into that Robin role. Because now they're, like, Captain America and Iron Man. They're just on the same level. They're, like, they are, they could be, a, like, such a fearsome duo rather than, like, you know, a hero and a sidekick. Uh, he has a Tarion. He has Melinda. He's very cool with Cyrus. Uh, and he has enemies. He has, I mean... It'll be it'll be interesting to see how like they mix Brad into this because Brad was on the other side of the game, but this time you had West. Maybe that brings Brad to them, or it just creates a bigger strife. Uh, I he's I really of, like I like Nehemiah, man. He's kind of got it all in terms of you know things that you need to be successful in a reality show. He's got like or you know reality competitive reality show like this. Like he's he's a he's a good competitor physically. He's not he's not a stupid man. You know, he's got friends, but he's got some enemies. He'll hook up. He, yeah. He'll hook up. He'll eat a vegan burger. Good swimmer. I just ate a vegan burger. Good. Good. You're halfway to being Nehemiah. We're actually just the same person. Okay. Okay. Good I don't know stuff. if you noticed that. Good stuff. All right. Physically, same person. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Nehemiah, I personally apologize to you. I will send you an Instagram message right after this, just to warn you. <laughs> hey, Nehemiah, I said I'm just like you on a podcast, physically, emotionally, mentally. He's like, who is this? 
we follow each other. Oh, do you? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, maybe you are Nehemiah then. Yeah. We have oh, the my same, bad. I'm going to say same cup size. So. <laughs> Who knows? Next up, we got Nehemiah's King's Palace ally uh, at seventh. Uh, we have Latarian Wallace, who Nikki ranked seventh, Luke ranked fifth, and I ranked ninth. Uh, Latarian, super intense, has like really come out and been a bigger character than he was like back in the day. Uh, hasn't made it to a final in an elimination type format ever in his challenge career, and he's going into this cast as the only non-champion. Uh, oh. That's why I ranked him fifth because. He's going to come in there with something to prove. And I hope he does. Because, like, I feel like his previous performances on All-Stars, like, I've enjoyed it. I, like, he gives intensity that sometimes is a lot. But, like, I, he, I can tell that he really wants this. So I think it would be an awesome underdog story almost just to be like, I was the lone non-champ. And I, I did it. I won the thing. Is it likely? No. Am I excited? The possibility? Yeah. I ranked him where I did because I... I don't know, could could go with or go without him appearing on this season. He's kind of like Nelson with a brain, like as a competitor. <laughs> like they have like the same skill set where they're like really good at like cardio stuff and like headbangers. But then like everything else, it's just like he's just not a natural when it comes to heights. He's not super flexible. He doesn't really have those skills. And it's hard to tell because he's going against such good competition. Where, like, he might not be bad at daily challenges, but he's facing people who are really good at them. The audacity of that comment. Well, I, okay. You... He'll also hook up. Yeah. yeah. At least it won't be with Anissa. I said, I said Nelson, not Corey. Latarian hooked up with, oh, yeah, okay, fair. <laughs> right over my head forgive me <laughs> i like the intensity it brings good guy um next up we have cyrus yarbrough at eighth uh nikki had him ranked sixth luke had him ranked seventh and i had him ranked 11th cyrus is a one-time champion he's one of the like original ogs of the show if you go back and rewatch the gauntlet one cyrus is called like one of the old men in the house He's still the old, I mean, he's still one of the older men in the house. I mean, he's actually lost a lot of weight recently. Uh, he looks stellar, but he's had knee injuries in the past. He's a big guy. So, like, it's, I don't really like his chances personally, but he's just, a, he's a good chill hang. Yeah, I ranked him where I did just because he's somebody, like Nikki just said, like, if he's not on there, I'm fine. If he's on there, I'm fine. Um, but I like his personality. Like, he, he doesn't really add something, but he doesn't detract, I guess. So, eh. The man knows how to throw a party. I, I like that. that. But that's entertainment value to me, right? Yeah. Because one of my favorite things, which I've said on here like tons of times, is like the like house parties and the parties that they have on here because it's a really interesting time to see how people are socially interacting and whether or not people are utilizing that to like move on politically. Uh, I, I don't know. Also, I'm excited to see him compete without Beth. He yeah, did bring down fair. Beth, though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like he 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 brought her down, and he was the one who had the injury, where he almost like literally broke her back standing on it. But I feel like him with Beth, he feels like he needs to protect her, and them grouped together, it's like oh, there's the old people. So like 
let him like hang with the boys a little bit, like rely on some of those connections he has. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I would want to party the most with Cyrus, but I, I, I just, yeah, I don't know how far that'll get him. He also gets targeted in most seasons he's on because he is a little bit slower. He's a bit older. Uh, but let's stay on the old track. Uh, <laughs> I, I say that lovingly. In ninth, we have Mark Long. Nikki ranked him third. Luke ranked him 11th, and I ranked him 12th. So there's a big difference between how two of us feel and how one of us feel. Let me just quick rationale. I did that one for my mom. My mom loves Mark Long, and Mark is one, the like, he made all this happen. So that's exciting. Two, he's always like, no, he will not. And you know what? Let him. Um, he also has the excitement. I hate to bring up Nelson again, but he has the excitement that Nelson has of like being on the show. And I, I'm hoping that's like contagious because sometimes people will like get on the challenge and they're just like, they're either just there for a check or like they feel like they, they're, they're like obligated to be on the show or that they deserve it more than other people. And he just, he's just so happy and excited. And he's always like interacting with fans on Twitter. And I really appreciate that. I yeah, know. I like him entertainment wise. I'm thankful too that he kickstarted the show. I mean, I cannot take that away. Like realistically, he got that Twitter platform going and it kind of took off. Um, he's not gonna let us forget that. Which I mean, I guess I would feel really proud of that too. My biggest issue with him is like he comes on these shows and acts like the Godfather, which I get that's his whole shtick, but like. Season one specifically, which he wasn't on last season, but season one, he like acted like he was their boss telling them what they should be doing because he has the stake in the creation of the show. And I didn't love it. Like there were like certain moments where he'd like talk to Kendall and be like, you really need to do this. You really should be doing this. Almost like he was a producer coaching her through what should happen. And that's not your role. On the flip side, I do agree with Nikki. Like he has love for this game and that's fun to watch because like he really gets into it but he's not a producer and i'm not excited to see him i think that there's bigger sorry i was just gonna say i think there's bigger personalities than him Mm -hmm. um that might just like overshadow that and i think that'll be that's refreshing so mark is still a hell of a competitor but he's kind of like the old man wrestler who comes out and he hits his like one special move and like the old people go crazy like oh my god and that's Nikki's mom like that that's what he comes in and does but like Mark is still like Mark is still a beast he's still like a great competitor he can still do everything like a lot of things he could back in the day because like the guy is a he's a mammoth of a man he's just in such good shape the guy the guy's a beast but that that's what he is that's what he uh but I agree with Luke that's why I have him 12 because like I just he he does feel like a producer. I, I think I called him like Tory Deal Senior, like at, at certain <laughs> points, because like he just felt so overproduced at points. I'm like, dude, Mark, just chill. You're a cool dude. You don't need to like, you know, level up the excitement level because just you as a person is so naturally cool. Just be you at times. Like you don't have to be that producer role. Um, I mean, I would love if Mark was just the host of the show, if anything. Like, and part of why I had him ranked so low is because I know. Mark is going to the final as long as he doesn't come in last place. People love Mark Wong. Everyone in the show, like, like they, there's a reason he was able to kickstart the show because he was able to message enough people to be like, yeah, I'd be open to do this. Yeah, I'd be open to do this. Because, like, they love Mark Wong. And, like, 
he has such a good social game. He's only—he's never been voted into elimination. He's only gone there via coming in last place. Actually, he did get eliminated. He got, he got voted in one time, but that was like there was only two choices. Uh, Mark's a beast. Like I, he's gonna do well, but yeah. Might be time to drop the whole Godfather act because it's going from Godfather to grandfather. Let's maybe slow it down a bit. Mm-hmm. Hell of a competitor, though. Can't believe he's nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, tenth, we have Mr. Brad Fiorenza. Uh, Bra- uh, Nikki had him at ninth. Luke had him at tenth. I had him at eighth. Brad is a one-time champion. He's been to five, four finals. He's won some like crazy good eliminations against Landon. CT. He's beaten some of the best people of the challenge. He's only a one-time champion for a reason, because something always goes wrong with his game. Yeah, and I really was hopeful last season that he would bring something to the table as far as like being absolutely insane, and he didn't. And I feel like that's kind of like Brad's thing. Is like he's a little bit crazy. Like he's got the crazy eyes. I wanted him to start drama over his ex-wife with Kendall, maybe. I wanted something to happen, and it didn't. And I think that's cool to see maybe Brad develop as a person, but I would rather just watch that on an Instagram story as opposed to on my screen. But like we mentioned in like the female cast breakdown, some stuff with Kellyanne that I did not know about that I hope kind of comes to light. Um, but I also think, too, like we said this with some of the females, on a cast of this caliber, Brad kind of falls on the ranks just because he's not the standout. Yeah, I could I could do without him being on the season. I I loved Vendetta's Brad coming in there all crazy, somehow getting a target on his back. Midlife crisis. Having pizza thrown on him while having sex. Like, I love that version of Brad so much. Uh, we didn't get that. We did not get that, you know, like, as, like, Luke was saying, on All-Stars 2, which was, I think was a bit shocking. But I think part of the problem is that Brad needs younger people around him. Because I think I think Brad wants a young I think he wants to hook up with like a 23 year old I think that's just like the type of person he is I think he wants that energy whereas when he's around his fellow adults he matches the adult energy um, I I like Brad though I, he's such a he's all over the place and he's everything just it just something always goes wrong with Brad and it's just interesting to see how it happens every time <laughs> so... yeah and like yeah I'm not gonna say that. He yes, can't lose. Can't lose. He can't lose in a normal way. He just can't. And when he wins, it's with his ex-wife. Happily ever after. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know about that one. <laughs> in uh, in eleventh, we have uh, Tyler Duckworth, who Nikki ranked twelfth, Luke ranked sixth, and I ranked tenth. Tyler, underrated competitor. Won two championships back to back with Cutthroat and Rivals won. At one point, those three elimination wins had like three eliminations wins in a row against Derek, Bananas, and CT. Which is, I mean, imagine going like winning two seasons in a row, putting up those elimination wins. Still, there's some asterisks there. Uh, he kind of went out bad last season on All Stars 2, getting just walled by Latarian in a pole wrestle where he had the weight advantage. I just don't know where Tyler figures into this season. I put him sixth, just like dead in the middle, because I feel like he got a bad hand last season, maybe. I don't know. Plus, I like who he is as like a personality, but I got my taste last season. He's whatever. Could do with 
could do without. I'm I'm not the biggest Tyler fan. That's MTV's mindset too, because he was supposed to be an alternate for this season, and then Johnny Bananas dropped out, so we got to be on. So MTV is like, we could do with or without Tyler. Somehow that's an upgrade. Weird. I could I could go however many, even if like All Stars goes to like 40 seasons or whatever we're at for the main show without a single Bananas. But let me just say, <laughs> I, I I agree totally. But like if Johnny had stayed on and they took Latarian off and we just had 12 dominant male champions, it would have added to like the excitement level. But I still agree. Like Johnny, take a breather, a long one, take your last. Never mind. If they were to do that, then I would want an entire champion cast. Yeah. Like on, on the women's side, too. I just... I, they hate their female champions. Oh, sorry. Anyways. Or just females. Um, what I... I if I ha- if I'm stuck just to one more thing on Johnny, if I'm stuck seeing him on All Stars, he can like host the reunion. You know, something like a cameo type vibe. Next he can up. run the Instagram for a day. <laughs> oh no, I would I I, you know, I don't even follow the channel on Instagram. I don't know why I'm upset at that idea. Uh now, in 12th place, we have Derek Kozinski, uh, Nikki ranked him 11th, Luke ranked him 12th, and I ranked him 6th. Now, I'm a little bit interested to see Derek this season because I really want to see how he mixes it up with West, whether they'll be at each other's throats because they've slung mud each- on each other across social media for a decade now. I think that's going to be interesting. But I do think there is something with Derek on these recent seasons where I think he's trying a little bit too hard to really prove himself as one of the like elites of the challenge. And I think Nehemiah called him out on it last season where Nehemiah was saying like, dude, you were the beast who just killed the game physically. Stop trying to play the game politically and socially to prove you're something more. Cause truly what Derek is good at is getting in that mud and bleeding for the challenge. When he tries to play a character a bit, that's when he falters. I think like people like Derek for who he is, like honestly. And I think that's part of the reason why you guys have him ranked low. Also, I mean, a lot of the people we have ranked low, we've seen three seasons in a row. Yeah, and that's part of it. Like, I've never been a huge fan of Derek, but, like, it's kind of inauthentic. But also, I'm not a big fan, but I would much rather see him on the main show because I feel like he could still hang with some of those people. Um, Being on three seasons in a row, we've said this with a lot of people, it's just kind of played out. And it's not really their fault, I guess. But what else am I going to see that I didn't see the past two seasons, I guess? But hopefully we do get a house divide because that would be pretty cool. I think it's very, I'm sure people aren't going to love this, um, what Alan was saying about um, the the effort that Derek puts in uh, to sort of like being a, so out there on the show, but still putting in so much like blood, sweat and tears in terms of the show itself. Very similar to Tori. I feel like people would like, Ms., like Tori Deal a bit more if she was less like, but she goes hard when she competes physically. So that's sort of... Yeah. Again, more oversaturation. Not that I'm going to become like a, a Tory or a Derek Stan, but maybe like a little Not bit a, less. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's like when you hang out with a friend too much. There, there are some big things for like Derek's challenge resume where like these all-star scenes have been kind of hurting him. He just had his earliest exit ever of his challenge career on this most recent season. He has never like won an individual final and he got purged immediately out of the all-stars one final. So, I mean, it... 
he really wants to prove himself as like being one of the top five of this game. But like his performances have been maybe trying to kick him out of the top 10. I mean, the guy's a three-time champion, but he has a lot to prove, which is crazy to say. I mean, when you when you've literally bled for this game like he has, I would love to see a Latarian Derek pull wrestle. I think I think Derek would win, but I think he would maybe be like unconscious because I think Latarian would just try to like smash him into the ground, but Derek would just not let go of the pole. I think I think Derek would rather die before he lets go of the pole. That would be like the most fun elimination ever. I would like yeah. to see a split screen of that with the Joss elimination. Oh my god. It, the Joss elimination was like he looked like a white walker from The Walking Dead. Like he looked like his face was covered in sand, his eyes were blue. It was it was gnarly. G N A R A L Y. And that's I Thanks mean spelling that. Yeah. I think I might spell it wrong. Does Gnarly have an E or no it doesn't. It doesn't. No. no. Okay, great. Like Gnarls Barkley. Uh yeah. That's uh, who, that's who Derek could be now, it's Gnarls Barkley. <laughs> Derek and Gnarls Barkley, the same person. Yeah, just like I'm me and my own, so <laughs> uh, I apologize to my mom and Nehemiah when they're listening. That's our male cast. I mean, the person at the bottom is a three-time champion, so it shows you, like, what we're working with. Uh, just to run it back, we had Yes first, West second, Darrell third, Jordan fourth, MJ fifth, Nehemiah sixth, Latarian seventh, Cyrus eighth, Mark ninth, Brad tenth, Tyler eleventh, and Derek twelfth. We got a hell of a season coming our way. I just want to make a note as a reminder to people that this is, like, a median average of all of our rankings. Yeah. Yeah, it's not just one person to blame. Blame all three of us. Well, we're just blame the other team. <laughs> blame Nikki. She's Canadian. She'll say sorry. You know what? Yeah, I'm sorry, everyone. For existing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But no, I'm excited. This is going to be a fun season. Yeah. Yeah. And this was a fun podcast to do with both of you to be reunited back again to talk about the challenge. It's just so good to see your faces. So beautiful. So lively. Oh, my God. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter. Follow Nikki at the Nikki Sin. Follow Luke at Final Reckoning. Follow Alan at the Alan Aguirre. Follow Caffeine Confessionals on Instagram at Caffeine Confessionals Podcast. Follow us on Spotify, on iTunes. Like the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Do everything you can. Like, really. We Give want us you to a listen reason to, to live. Yeah. Like, if you don't listen to us, what am I here for, bro? Yeah. Do it. Do it, yeah. (laughs) We're very convincing. (laughs) All right, signing out here. Have a great day.